SFL Nation, and welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Schreiker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to hit that play button or turn on that radio dial. Really do appreciate it, y'all. We had some wonderful games that took place on Sunday, and I'm definitely excited to bring you um, information about that. We also have our all-star games that are going to be happening on the 19th, December 19th. I'm truly excited about that because um, one of my Arizona team members is actually going to be a part of the, the fun. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him do his thing. And I'll have a little bit of information about that later on in the podcast. But I will have my SFLM Week 7 review, my picks for Week 8, and was I right? And then for my fourth and goal interview, I have Mr. Cameron Curtis. Oh, I'm sorry. I should say Cam Curtis with me from Fort Worth Toros. I have Mr. Sully Richardson here from the Los Angeles Vikings. And I also have Mr. Max Knight, defensive tackle for the Memphis River Runners, our SFLM team. So it's going to be a good show. Hope that you really enjoy it. Sit back. Relax. And enjoy. All right, so SFLM Week Seven review picks for Week Eight, and was I right? Now, I did choose. I chose the Birmingham Fuel, the Madison Lynx, the Salt Lake City Rustlers, and the Albuquerque Adams to win their games on Sunday. Uh, let's see if I was right about any of them. <laughs> So the Adams took on the Tacoma Grizzlies, and the Adams won in overtime, 26 to 23. That was a fantastic game to watch. I mean, it was nonstop drama all the way down to the finish. Tacoma scored 10 points in the first, three points in the second, and three points in the third, and seven points in the fourth. They also had 312 yards passing, 35 yards rushing, and 347 total. Time of possession, 24 minutes and 35 seconds with one turnover. The Adams scored 10 points in the second, 3 points in the third, and 10 points in the fourth. They pulled away with a win, with a field goal, actually, to win the game in overtime. They also had 299 yards passing, 34 yards rushing, 393 yards total. Time of possession was 28 minutes and 28 seconds and four turnovers. Gotta be careful with those turnovers, guys. Player of the game was wide receiver Nate Ritters. 11 receptions, 177 yards, two touchdowns, and 16.1 yards per catch. The Birmingham Fuel took on the, Adam, the Annapolis Navigators and the Navvies won 26-23. I was right about the first game, but I was not right about this one. And I'm starting to notice a little pattern here with these scores too. The Fuel had 245 yards passing, 81 yards rushing, and 326 yards total. Their time of possession was 21 minutes and 2 seconds. Um, they had 13 points in the first, 7 in the second and no points in the third and three points in the fourth quarters. The Navigators had 204 yards passing, 123 yards rushing, fantastic. 327 yards total. They held the ball for 22 minutes. They also scored 14 points in the second, three points in the third, and nine points in the fourth. 
Player of the game was halfback Bailey O'Shaughnessy. 19, assists, uh, 19 attempts, 123 yards, one touchdown, and 23 reception yards. San Jose Flight versus the Madison Lynx. Madison won 26 to 10. I was right about this game, and it wound up being a blackout. I'll tell you in a minute. The Flight scored 116 yards passing, 41 yards rushing, and 157 yards total. They also had three points in the first, seven in the second, no points in the third, and no points in the beginning of the fourth. Madison Lynx took on, uh, I'm sorry, Madison Lynx had 331 yards passing, 81 yards rushing, for 419 total yards. They scored seven points in the first, seven in the second, nine in the third, and three in the fourth. But with eight minutes left in the game, a blackout occurred. The game ended, and no player of the game was announced, so I decided to name one. Player of the game was Madison's quarterback, Eric Price. 27 completions out of 38 attempts, 71.5 completion percentage. He also had 331 yards passing and one touchdown. Salt Lake City Rustlers took on the Memphis River Runners and... Memphis won 24 to 17. I was wrong about this game. I was right about the last one, but I was wrong about this one. So I'm half and half now. Salt Lake had 295 yards passing, 26 yards rushing, and 320 yards total. Time of possession was 22 minutes and 13 seconds with four turnovers. They also had seven points in the first and 10 in the third and nothing else. Memphis had uh, 223 yards passing, 61 yards rushing, and 284 yards total. Time of possession was 20 minutes and 52 seconds with no mistakes. They scored 14 in the second, 7 in the third, and 3 in the fourth. Whenever you cut down on your turnovers, you you definitely have a great chance of winning your game. Player of the game was quarterback Joseph Green with 25 completions out of 20 attempts, 223 yards, two touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 119.9. So congratulations to all of the winners. Um, You guys are really, you know, leaving, leaving everything out there on the field. I've been noticing. And... I wish all of you the best of luck in your future endeavors. You still got two more games to go before you have playoffs and championships. So I'm really excited about that too. Speaking of another another week to go, we have week eight. And this is slated to be on November the 28th and will be available on our SFL Twitch channel as well as SFL YouTube channel. Links will be in the description. But on Saturday, Annapolis will be taking on the Albuquerque Adams at 6.30 p.m. on our SFL Twitch channel. And I am going to go with the Annapolis Navigators on this one. The San Jose Flight will be taking on the Memphis River Runners at 6.45 p.m. on our SFL YouTube channel. And I will be going with the Memphis River Runners on this one. Ottawa Calvary will be taking on the Madison Lynx at 9 p.m. on our Twitch channel. I'm sorry, SFL Twitch channel. And I am going to go with, ooh-wee. 
Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with Ottawa Calvary on this one. And the Tacoma Grizzlies will be taking on the Salt Lake City Rustlers at 9.15 p.m. on our SFL YouTube channel. And I will be going with the Salt Lake City Rustlers. So again, I'm going with the Annapolis Navigators, the Memphis River Runners, the Ottawa Calvary, and the Salt Lake City Rustlers. So we're gonna see how everything works out. And Birmingham is on a bye week. If you want to have more updated information as it happens, please visit our website at www.simulationfl.net and join our Discord from there. When you join our Discord, we update all of these games. We update all of the times and, and all of that pretty often there. So I hope to see you there. All right. And in regards to the All-Star game that will be taking place, the game will be a part of a busy few weeks around the SFL between Thanksgiving and Christmas. This information is coming from the website, by the way. Free agency starts Monday, November the 30th, and the final night of the SFL in regular season is Friday, December the 4th. The All-Star Game will take place on Sunday, December the 6th, so it is not the 19th. I do apologize for that misquotation earlier. This, the SFLM semifinals doubleheader will be on Wednesday, December the 9th. And with the SFLM championship on Sunday, December the 13th. And rookie draft is on Saturday, December the 19th. So that's where I was getting the December the 19th from. I knew I saw it up there, but that's for the draft. So all of these SFLM um, rookies are going to be looking forward to hearing their name called out on the field. And it's an exciting time. So... Wish y'all the best of luck. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to all the owners, all the GMs. If you have, or reach out to me. I'm here for you too. And um, yeah, we'll try to get you squared away. But sit back and relax some more with my fourth and goal, inter and goal interviews coming right up. All right, everybody, welcome back to my fourth and goal interview. Tonight, I have a wonderful guest with me, Mr. Cam Curtis, better known as Epic Sports with me. East, I'm sorry, Epic Esports. Let me get that right. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. And everybody, he's also the wide receiver for the Fort Worth Toros, too. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Welcome, welcome back to the show, man. You know, it's, it's good to be back. Um, my, my first time on a show was actually on your show. Um, and and I, I remember that a lot. And uh, it, it was a great time. And I'm, I'm glad that you had me back. It's an honor. Man, we got to make sure that it don't, it don't take that long next time. You know, I'm trying to go back and just talk to everybody that I have, you know, in the past, like when you first got here and kind of get your, your feedback on what you think about. Was it all you imagined? Was it, wasn't it, you know, things like that. So. Yeah. But we do have a lot of new listeners, and I would love for them to get to know you, just in case they missed that episode that you can check out on Anchor. Um, I would like for you to give us your age, hometown, some interesting facts, and then your favorite NFL team. Okay. Um, so I'm 41, uh, out of Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, my favorite NFL team is the Carolina Panthers. Okay. And for those who don't know, I also serve in the military. Um, 
and I've been in the military for 23 years, and I'm still currently serving. And we thank you for your service. What branch are you in? Just a few I'm in the Army. The Army? Okay. Whew. I'm, you know, I, I really do. I have family members that were in the service and friends and things like that, and that is a very difficult task um, to, to hold. So, man, kudos to y'all for doing what you do, you know. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So tell me, remind us how you actually found the SFL. So I was uh, sitting on the couch flipping through the channels one day. I don't have cable, so I, I was using like a lot of apps. And my buddy told me about this new app. At that time, it was called Tubi. And I checked it out, and they had a sports channel. And I was like, oh, cool, let's check out what's on sports. So I turned that on, and it was the SFL. And I didn't know it was a thing at that time. I, I used to play All Pro 2, 2K8 probably. I burned through probably three or four discs playing that game so much. And I had no idea about the SFL or, or you know, and uh, I watched it. And, and it was actually the championship game uh, with the Denver Nightwings uh, the year they won it. And uh, after I watched that game, I was like, you know what? I have to be a part of this. So I signed up uh, and got on as a non-contract at Tulsa. And then the whole road started there. Gotcha. And you actually played for the SFL and Annapolis Navigators. So you're um, alumni. For yes. Awesome. Yes, I love them, the Navigators. <laughs> We're a tight community over there. Right. So what do you think about their season right now? Um, I tell you what, um, I, I, I love that breakout game they had. They, they were definitely uh, due for that. I mean, they've been playing well, but to see that and see how happy everyone got from that game, it, it was really nice. It definitely is. Seeing all the rookies being able to showcase their talents and then for us to be able to go back and look at their video and be able to say, you know what, that was a good move. Let me go ahead and talk to him right quick, you know, or her. Yeah right quick it was awesome so tell me how do you how do you feel about joining the fourth world toros oh I, I i loved it um i i uh i i reached out to uh, uh nacho and, and 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 hacker and and we had talked before um i was even drafted um because at that time i was looking to be a quarterback and there was a potential um you know but at that time, I, I, I wasn't the choice. Um, you know, it was it was Xander Gold. He's a great quarterback, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it was it was totally cool. And but you know, we we had some great conversations, and and we built a lot of respect for each other. Um, and turned out that I was going to go back to the minors. I was going to stay a quarterback for season two, uh, but then last last second, I I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, uh, just jump in the supplemental, see where that goes. I felt that was a better route for me to go. So I jumped in the supplemental. Um, you know, I was passed on a little bit down the round. And then I, you know, I got a message saying, you know what, how would you like to be a Toro, you know, as a wide receiver? And, and it was, it was their pick and ready to go. And I was, you know, um, they said, you're, you're pretty much too, too good to pass on. And I was excited. I, I, uh, I love the opportunity, and I love that I had a way to get back on that team and have any kind of opportunity with them. Of course. I mean, people are probably kicking themselves for passing on you like that. You know? Oh, it's okay. I mean, everyone has different needs. 
Definitely, and, and, and understandable. But, you know, you had a pretty good start. You had 18 receptions for 174 yards, a touchdown. You were targeted 31 times. So they did give you some playing time. Yes. So how did you build your character? What was, what was most important to you about building your player? Um, I, I guess, the, you know, the, the one thing that I wanted is I definitely wanted the number 89. I love Steve Smith. I'm a Panthers fan. You know, so I definitely had to to, to rock the eight nine on that. Um, yeah. uh, aside from you know attributes and abilities, I just wanted to do whatever I can do to help as a wide receiver number three. You know, um, that role as a wide receiver number three is so critical to you know what you can do. I wanted to make sure that uh, basically I'd be in the best position to help out, and so that's on special teams. That's on situational purposes when, when I'm in the slot. Um, and, and I had a lot of uh, good mentorship on that through uh, Stephen Hacker being a wide receiver and, and Nacho, um, his guidance. Fantastic, man. So Epic Sports, Epic Esports, how did you come up with the concept and how are you so talented? Because I've watched Brian Craven's show, and I know you did his intro, as well as a lot of other things. You are super talented. I'm wondering, did you go to school for this? Did you learn it on your own? Um, um, well, I, I appreciate the compliment. Um, I, I will start off with, um, I, I was in the minor league, and I wanted to help out. Mm-hmm. And I was told there's scouting. I was told there's, you can make graphics, and you can make videos. And at that time, I mean, that, that was what, maybe uh, January, February? I didn't know anything about making videos. I knew nothing about making a design. I completely did not know a thing. You know, so I started scouting, and I was doing great with scouting. Um, and while I was doing that, I just started, you know, I was like, well, you know what? I need to get out there. I need to let people know who I am and, and try to make a name for myself in this community. So at that point, it was about brand development. I figured, yes, I could say I'm Cam Curtis, or I can make a brand and say, hey, I'm Epic Esports. It would raise the question of people saying, well, what is Epic Esports or who is Epic Esports? And then they find out it's Cam Curtis. So I figured out they're more likely to remember that now. So that was my approach in the beginning of what it started to be. It was, it was more like try to build a brand, try to cover a league, you know, be engaged in the community, start meeting people, doing, doing things with people. That's what it started as. Um, I started figuring out why I was doing videos that, you know, I really enjoyed it. I, I invested in more software. Um, I, I engaged with more people in the community, uh, work, working in teams of people. And I, I really learned a lot in the minor league um, while I was there. Um, so when I went to, uh, during the end of that minor league, I told myself, I said, you know what, next season in the SFL, if I make it to the SFL, I'm going to start learning graphics. I'm going to focus on graphics, and maybe after that, I can put them both together. So that's what I did. When I went in the SFL, I got Photoshop. I knew nothing about it. I started, you know, watch, watching videos, looking at other people's designs, seeing things they did, trying to figure out how they did it, started putting it together. And I started doing that, you know, and then mid-season I started figuring out, okay, how do I put the two together? How do I make a production? How do I, so I, I just, I, I just found that I fell in love with actually doing this. Like I would have never done this if I didn't join the SFL and, and challenge myself and 
but but actually doing it, I actually realized how much I really enjoy it. And you seem to be a natural at that. And I'm wondering how many stories are like yours, you know, yours and mine, how the league have actually inspired things or inspired talents that you didn't even know that you had, you know? Even I, I can relate. I had no idea how to podcast. I had no idea how to do any of this stuff, how to edit the videos, how to do any of the stuff that I'm doing right now, from audio to the video, man. And when you take the time out to learn it and you realize that you love it, it shows through what you're doing. And I'm telling you, Cam, you are very, very talented. And I think that you will go far with what, what you've developed. I really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. So where do you see what do you, what do you think about your division for Fort Worth? Oh yeah, that's the that's the Tex Mex division. <laughs> um I mean that's that's yeah, um it, it's gonna be interesting to see how these divisions change and, and you know and, and where what team I end up on and where I fall. And you know, um I it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um I think the divisions is, is, is a nice way to uh, develop rivalries throughout the SFL. And, um, I mean, there's already some to begin with, and I noticed that Cam has set up some of those in there, but I think it's uh, uh, a very nice way to get these teams to engage further. Okay, fantastic. So what do you think about all of the honors and everything that happened this recently, the um, – the MVP, all of that. Did you want to have a comment on any of that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I would like to congratulate everybody who did, um, who was even nominated. It's just an honor to be nominated. And, uh, you know, I'd like to congratulate all those people, and I'd also like to congratulate all the winners. Awesome. Awesome. Now, do you see yourself maybe wanting to do something more in the league, maybe – helping Cam with graphics? I know that you probably have maybe done a few things, but like helping him more in depth, or did you want to um, dabble into broadcasting? Did you want to do anything of that nature? There's a lot of things that I want to do, whether I, I you know, can do them or not. I don't know. Like there's been times like, hey, what if Cam Curtis jumped on some a broadcast sometime or so, you know, but it was like, yeah, I just, I just don't. I'm starting to realize some of the things I can do and some of the things that I just can't do, Um, you know? And so, um, yeah, there's, there's other things I would like to do, but some things uh, it just probably won't happen as far as helping cam goes. um, I I have uh, helped in the past right now. I mean, covering the league I feel is, is definitely helping. Um, Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I try to, uh, train people uh, in the league to further so they can further have the tools to help the league. So, I mean, I might not directly do it, but I, I, I kind of, um, uh, what I'm doing uh, indirectly does it. Um, but on top of that, we, we've worked together in the past. Um, I helped out with uh, draft videos. Actually, Epic Esports helped out with draft videos. We had a, co- a couple of guys that we got together to help out with that. Um, and, 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 the opportunities are, are open in the future. Like I, I, I have no problem uh, working with um, many of the leagues that we cover and, and uh, um, it, that's, that's definitely an option. So tell us what leagues do you cover? Um, well, right now we're, we are covering uh, the SFL primarily. Uh, we also cover uh, big head baseball and um, we're set up to cover esports simulation league, which is racing 
and also soccer. Um, but uh, personnel-wise right now, we are spread a little thin to stretch that far right now. Um, so there is some constraints on um, uh, what we can do time-wise. Uh, but I would think in the future, uh, it, it, it won't be that way. Like an eSports hub, right? Here. Yeah, we, we really want to be um, like, like, an e, like an ESPN for uh, simulation sports. Nice. Okay. I like that. I, I really do like that idea. And I think that you can definitely go far with it, too, like with your talent and, and get you a nice team to help you out, you know, be around you, you, you can go far. Um, what is some advice that you would like to give to some of the rookies? Um, I do not want to get in depth with this right now because I have a video coming out very soon uh, okay. with a message to rookies in it. Okay. Um, I, I, I would say beyond that is listen to the other veterans in the league and some of the stuff that, you know, they're saying and people who've been through the minors listen to what they're saying too. Okay. Um, so uh, the people in the community are only here to help you um, and, and just take their guidance uh, as they provide it. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Kim, for coming back. I really appreciate you for your time. Um, did you have any? Well, first, I have to give you the last word. Can't let you go without that. So that can be a song, that can be a poem, or that can be just a simple shout out. But right now, the floor is yours. Okay, uh, I got a couple of things. First thing, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, that question is, do you remember the first game that you played as a quarterback? And is that game the most memorable moment uh, over all the seasons that you played? How many seasons you play? I've been in the league since season 12. 12, okay. So I don't remember the team that I actually played, but I do remember that being very special for many reasons. But the most important one was I was supposed to be a wide receiver. And I've told this story a couple of times, but I was supposed to be a wide receiver, but Tulsa was the only ones that came to me with the quarterback idea. And so I was like, you know what, maybe I could do that. I mean, I understand that's a limelight spot. So if you win, they're going to praise you. If you lose, they're going to say you suck, possibly. But, <laughs> you know, um, I decided to go with that. And I think being on Tulsa that first year as a quarterback in a, in a whole, not just one game, all the games are very special to me. First female quarterback ever, it was – that was epic for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, so I have one more question, and then uh, I'll close after that. Um, sure. Have you have – you, so I know the Eddie Gage World Tour has been a thing. Have you met Eddie Gage? Yeah, I've met him. I figured the question, the answer would be yes, but I, I know I see all the time Eddie's meeting somebody and he's a picture of somebody. And, well, uh, you know, maybe one time he'll, he'll come down to Massachusetts. Listen, but, uh, all you have to do is just let him know, hey, if you're going to be in the air, well, if he watches the show, so you let him know, hey, I'm going to be where you are and let's meet up. He got you. But I met him at the convention. Actually, um, it was Eddie Gage and Demond Simmons. They came to the restaurant where I worked at. 
Because I said this was like the very first night. It was a Friday night. And I actually went to the convention on Saturday. But they came in. They were like, hey, we want to go see our girl Ashley. They came down, supported me. You know, it was it was an awesome time to meet both of them in person. And at that time, I did not know that he was, you know, going to be the coach, you know, my coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Um, so I would also like to say, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It, it really is an honor. I like what you do. I, you know, your show has grown a lot since the last time I was on here. You know, now you have your you have video, which uh, I'm not, you know, helping out right now, but uh, you, you have video, you have a great intro. I mean, you, your content's been amazing. Um, and uh, as someone who, you know, makes content, I really appreciate what you're doing here and, and, and seeing some of the ways that you're doing what you're doing. Um, and then uh, actually, we had talked about the message for rookies. I do have one thing to say, so, you know, since I do have a message in my video, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that. But I want to go back to one thing that I heard as a rookie, and this was a message from Cam. We were all talking in the rookie chat, and uh, he was talking uh, to another rookie at the time, and, you know, we were all in there listening. And, and what he said was, uh, you know, the, well, he, before I say what he said, just the process of sometimes being a rookie, sometimes you can get frustrated. Sometimes there's a lot of things you don't know. There's misinformation. And, and what he said basically was, was you know, if, if you don't like something in the league or the way it is right now, you know, just, just wait, you know, uh, take that time and I promise you it'll get better. And, and I can firsthand uh, say that, you know, Cam, Cam is right about that. He, he really tries to take the time to improve the league. He really uh, – takes the time to, to listen to everybody and he tries to find a way um, to make a better experience for all of us. Um, I, I, my story is definitely a, a product of that and uh, I think his message should also be uh, considered to those rookies. Absolutely right. I cannot agree with you anymore. You know, it's he has, it, it has been amazing to be a part of something like this and I for one, never thought I would be in a, so heavily involved in an esports community like this. But to be a quarterback, to be able to live out a dream that there is no way I will go out here and go play for the Atlanta Falcons as their quarterback right now. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but at least I get to hear my name and I get to see myself out here. I get to hear the broadcasters do fantastic calls and see the awesome graphics. And I feel like that I am a part of it, which is important you know given that giving giving people that opportunity to do something that they never thought that they could do or would do again like if they did play and they broke something and just couldn't play and now they can hear themselves or it, it's just awesome so thank you for being a part of the show and please come back on whenever you want to cam my door is open okay thank you very much do you want to play here do you want to plug your um, your show, or do you want to plug where that message is going to be? Or oh, you know what? Yeah, I I normally announce uh, when 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 we expand. I normally announce that on Twitter, but um, tonight I want to announce on your show. Um, we have a new member of of Epic Esports. 
Um, this is actually, he was a member for about three, four weeks now. We were waiting to announce it. There was a lot of shifting and, and what he was doing with his team. Um, but uh, we can officially say that now we have uh, Tom Welsh added to Epic Esports. How familiar with him? Uh, he, how familiar you are with him? But uh, he's he's been a great asset, and and I, I'm very glad uh, um, that he's. I'm very excited to work with him. You got a good guy. You have a fantastic man. I, I've interviewed him on the show. He's helped me out with a few things, a few of my graphics for the show. Um, he's given me advice about how to further promote it and everything. So you got y'all a good, good, great team. But all right, thank you so much for sharing that. That is an honor to break that news on my show. Cam, you don't understand how much it means. And like I said, come back whenever you want to, okay? Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. And welcome back to the second part of my fourth and goal interview. I have Mr. Rookie Max Knight with me for the Memphis River Runners, their defensive tackle. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Glad that you graced my my podcast with your presence, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time coming. I'm a difficult guy to get a hold of and get an interview with, so. Well, I appreciate it. And that, I understand. Listen, it, when I always tell you guys, whenever time permits, we can take a few minutes out of our day just to get to know you. That's the reason that I do this, because I want everybody, every rookie to find a home and just everybody to kind of get to know the members of this community. So perfect. with that, I would love to get some interesting facts about yourself. Um, let's have your, your age, your hometown, those interesting facts I spoke of, and your favorite NFL team. So uh, my name is Mark Kazera, uh, K-O-Z-Y-R-A. I live in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. Mm. Um, it's really cold here today, so that's why like, I have a blanket on me and everything. Um, I'm 46 years old, okay. uh, two kids, a wife. Uh, I work at a hospital. I work with the criminally insane. Okay. Um, uh, I work in recreation, so basically I keep them occupied and take them in the community and work with them in the community and stuff like that, integrate them back into the community. Mm -hmm. um, I've loved CPU versus CPU for over 30 years now, believe it or not. Uh, I used to do it with my friends. They got sick of me asking them to do leagues all the time. Um, I've been looking for online leagues for a long time. I was in another football league and I grew kind of, you know, tired of it, kind of wanted to move on, explore other leagues, knew about the SFL and here I am. Um, also, my favorite football team is uh, Los Angeles Rams. I've loved them for over 30 years now. Uh, and yeah, it's okay. pr pretty much it. All right. Listen, now let's go back to your job just for a second. <laughs> you said that you work with a, um, how did you Criminal, it? Criminal? Criminally insane. Okay. So how does one do that? Um, are you sometimes fearful? Are you like, how do you do that? So our, our patients go through a process where they have to gain that level to go in the community or to have hospital access where we can take them for walks and stuff like that. Okay. So it's a long process where they're treated and then 
eventually we get to that level, right? Uh, so it's pretty safe. I feel safe. I've never had any major incidences or even really any minor things happen. And uh, yeah, they have, I have their trust and they have my trust uh, that I'll take care of them if anything happens. And yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, something new every day. Uh, it's rewarding when we're able to see them come in and then eventually go live in the community. Um, so, so yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's that's why I do this so we can learn about the members of our community and what they have to endure sometimes. So that's yep. Kudos to you, man. <laughs> um, how did you find the league? Well, I've I've known about it for probably over four years. Um, Like I said, I was in that other league. I was committed. uh, Had a lot of success in that league. Just um, decided because I was a coach, I needed to cut back a little bit. I had some health issues, kids. I just couldn't put that commitment into that team anymore. So I stepped back and I said, well, maybe I'll see what the SFL has to offer. And I'll make a player and get involved and see how, how that goes. And here I am. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited for the draft. Uh, when I first came in, people were like trying to bring me up without going into the draft. And I was like, no, I want to experience it all. It's my first player, experience the draft, ex- experience the uh, minor leagues, and uh, we'll go from there. So with the draft upcoming, we'll see how it goes. And hopefully a team that wants me takes me and I'll be excited whoever it is awesome awesome so I see that you're a defensive tackle I am so what made you choose that particular position was that the only thing that was available or was that something that you actually fantasized about playing as well I I always admire the position and my goal when I was making the defensive tackle was I've always loved those big defensive tackles who make a middle linebacker's job so easy. Uh, They take up the double teams, they stop the run, that kind of stuff. And uh, I always loved Ray Lewis when he was playing middle linebacker for the Ravens. And uh, he always had those big defensive tackles, which made his job a lot easier. And I I thought, you know what? Not everybody wants to be that role, but every coach wants to have that player. Uh, and middle linebacker once have that player. So I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to go the quarterback, wide receiver, running back route. Let's just try this for my first player, and we'll see how it goes. And I have to say, so far, it's I'm doing pretty good. I feel pretty good about him anyways. Awesome. So are you getting guidance for the progressions from your coach, or are you doing them by yourself? I've uh, reached out. At first, I, I did it by myself. I did the basic stuff that I figured I would need and then as I went on and I reached out to I asked a few people who the top defensive tackles in the league were and I contacted them and they've been actually really helpful and um, so yeah they've helped me and hopefully I see great results uh, down the road. All right so why I'm just going to ask you straight up from a GM's position. (laughs) <laughs> why should anyone want Mark on their team? Well, w- one thing I, I've noticed in this league is that a lot of people uh, go based on your activity in the Discord. And me, I'm, because I'm busy with kids, work, and stuff like that, I'm, I'm not always active on the Discord, but I'm always on Discord. I'm not a big talker on Discord, but I'm always, you know, looking around, talking. And... Uh, like I'm always um, observing. So if I see something on a team that I 
you know, might need it, might uh, help the team in some way. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll direct message the owner or the defensive coordinator and say, why don't we try this? Or what do you think about this? And see what he has to say. So I'm always an observer. Um, I try to get better. I try to make the team better. And uh, hopefully my player does the same. So. Okay. Gotcha. So what do you expect from a team that drafts you? I, I just want the team that drafts me, I want them to uh, appreciate the role that my defensive tackle I've envisioned for him. Take up those double teams, stop the run, um, hopefully get a couple sacks during the year, but not bank on that. And uh, hopefully that makes the defense play better because I'm taking up those, that space and uh, stopping the run up the middle. Okay. Did you want to get involved in the league in any, any other aspect, like beat writing or broadcasting or doing stats or maybe doing some scouting or anything like that? I think down the road I will. I want to get, I want to kind of get into the big leagues first and then get a feel for it. Um, you know, ease my way into it. Like I said, I, I did a lot of that coaching stuff in the other league, and I kind of just want to take that step back and appreciate my player first and work on him and get better with him. And kind of learn the game a little bit because I've never played the game before. Okay. Um, so learning the ins and outs of the game first and then maybe down the road I'll explore that. It'd, it'd be nice to get my hands on the game, but it's kind of difficult right now. So. All right, all right. And it is very difficult. Um, sometimes you can go on eBay and catch it. Sometimes you can just catch it like on the um, sites on the game, well, GameStop if you can if you can find it in one or they can just search the entire um region for you they yeah. but it is kind of hard to come by it, it's so. tough i've been trying to keep my eye open like kijiji and everything like that and just like uh marketplaces and stuff like that just but i haven't had any luck so all right so what do you see yourself in five years in life and in the sfl uh still alive that would be nice yes. <laughs> uh sfl um hopefully the best defensive tackle in the league um dominating and winning championships uh other than that like i said i want to just take it easy enjoy it and uh if i see an opening where i can join a team and play a role in that team i'll go for it but right now i'm really happy in this role Listen, I, I definitely understand that, you know, because you spend, I think you should spend your rookie season just kind of chilling, getting a feel for everything. And then in your sophomore season, then you kind of branch out a little bit, maybe do some something that you kind of do. And then you kind of eventually add on to it. So you're getting the, the total feel for things. Yeah, I agree. That's okay. kind of what I want. Yeah. I, I respect that. But thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate your time. You definitely can come back whenever you want to. Like maybe once you get drafted, you can tell us how happy you are and what team. Oh, um, also, I do like to kind of keep in, in contact with all of the rookies throughout the season, like kind of like what I was explaining, like after the draft and then like right after the season, things like that, just so you can kind of give the people – a nice little overview. Sounds good. Can't wait. Awesome. So I cannot let you leave without giving you the last word. So that can be a song, that can be a poem, or a simple shout out. Right now, the floor is yours. Uh, SFL teams, 
pick this guy because I'm going to make a difference on that D-line and I'm going to dominate every – and if you don't draft me, I'm going to beat you every time. And that offensive line is going to regret you not taking me. Oh, okay. And it's like this warning, warning. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there in the field. Hey, one more thing before I actually let you go. With the Memphis River Runners, how how do you how are you liking being on the team? What's you know, what what are your overall thoughts on how you are, how you guys are doing right now? Actually I love the team, the guys on the in that uh Locker room are great. Um, they've helped out a lot. They're supportive. Um, I feel like we're in a great position. We had a little roller coaster season so far, but our defense is really coming along. Uh, we got some killer secondary players, and our offense is starting to click a little bit. I think we're going to make a run for the title, and I think we're going to really look good coming down the road and uh, beating some of those teams. Okay. I can't wait. Uh, you know, I'll be watching. Very close. Awesome. <laughs> All right. You have a good one. Thank you. You you too. Thanks. Anytime. All right, everybody. And tying things up for the night is my third, fourth, and goal interview with my boy, Sully Richardson. How you doing, sir? I'm just hanging like wet clothes. How about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. You see what I mean? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We have a lot to talk about, sir. Oh, yeah. All right. So, first off, welcome back to the show. You've been Thank on, them. like, about two or three times, I think. I think this is, like, my probably my fourth time. No, really? Well. Yeah. I know I did a story time with you, mm -hmm. which was dope. That was pretty good. So, yeah, it probably has been about four times. It was a story time. It was the uh, where we was talking where the Skyhawks was basically, uh, you know, shots fired to Houston. Yeah. Um, I think that was like season 13 Yeah, and then um, I read some scores and it had my thoughts or whatever so yes like, the yeah. SFL um, chat around the water cooler okay mm -hmm. okay remembering everything oh yeah <laughs> well for those that did not get a chance to check out any four of those episodes and we do have some new radio listeners so would you mind giving us a little brief information about yourself? So that can be hometown, um, age, hometown, some interesting facts about yourself and your favorite NFL team. Um, my name, I, the reason I picked uh, Sully Richardson was it was a former um, person that was part of the SFL who helped me out because mm -hmm. I wanted to go with something biblical and, um, like, I, I felt like, I don't think I was reading the Bible and, like, King Solomon was, like, a, a big deal. Um, you know, that was King David's uh, son. And so I was trying to come up with a name. And so the guy was like, well, why don't you do Sully for short? So my, my real name is Sidney. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and the last name is Richardson. So, but I just wanted to go with something like that. So I picked Sully Richardson. I come from a small town uh, called Eustis, Florida. <laughs> Usually when I tell people that, they were like, uh, Houston, Texas? I say, nah, man, it's Houston. I, no, just forget about it. Like 45 minutes away from Orlando. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, now, you know, I live in, uh, I say, uh, 45, 45 minutes 
uh, southeast of Atlanta. Okay. So, and regretfully, my favorite NFL team, um, well, since I moved to Georgia, I, I've taken a liking to Atlanta, which that's not really saying much. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it really ain't. And then um, and even more depressing is uh, Jacksonville. That's my team. So, well, which like, one, bro? Which one are you gonna do? <laughs> it's lose, lose, man. Like I'm going down with the ship, bro. Like, that's all I can do. So I'm just watching football, like just doing like this, just watching football. So that's all I can do. Man, I'm telling you, it's hard. It's hard being yep. Falcons and Bears fans sometimes, man. They just they find a way to to, to mess it up. But it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's always next to you. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm getting tired of saying that, though. So. Whatever. I'm tired oh. of saying that. <laughs> well, Sully, you had a fantastic season as quarterback in in uh, Carolina. Yeah. And I will say it did surprise me when you made that transition over to L.A. But we'll talk about that in a second. But mm-hmm. let's just go over some of your stats right now. You were on the, um, if I can actually get it to pull up, um, you were on the ballad for SFL honors. I believe it was offensive player of the, offensive player of the year? I believe so. Yeah. Well, reason being, since you've been in the league, you came in season 13, you've been with the Skyhawks since then. Um, I have seasons 13 and seasons 14 totals for you at 582 completions out of 856 attempts for 5,572 yards passing. Yeah, you're definitely missing season 15 in this one. Um, Mm -hmm. 31 touchdowns so far, uh, 46 interceptions. Uh, (laughs) You've been sacked 56 times. So you basically have a beast of a player, period. You know, for you to be on the ballot and even thought of how who was responsible for creating your player? Was it coach? Was it you? Um, it was uh to be to be honest, like I call uh Harish Prasad, I call him the uh the progression czar. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy, he like he he really he really knows what he's doing when it comes to uh um helping you out with your player. So mm-hmm. he shaped and molded my player um and just giving just giving thanks to him and um to uh Heath McDaniel like for because like when Heath came in I always say and I'll, I'll take this to the grave to me like sometimes I feel like uh Harish underestimates himself you know what I'm saying? Kind of puts himself down because I I felt like he was a really good offensive coordinator. It's just he mm-hmm. second guessed himself a lot. So when he came in and um and you know kind of when uh uh Harish basically gave him like the reins of the offense, that's when things took off. So um like Harish had his hands and like on everybody's. Progressions, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, that's that was his baby. Uh, he just had to, you know, put everything together. So, just um, like Reese is the reason why my player was so good. 
Well, I think that you were part of the reason why that team was so good, definitely. Um, and not just on the field, uh, from the social media aspect, from um, – you were a defensive coordinator too, right? Yep. No, yeah, um, the heck of a turnaround from from season 13 to now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, when, when we got together um, – and if if the listeners go back, like, and listen to like that was you know family that was camaraderie or whatnot, like uh, James is one hell of a uh, I, I'll call him like he's the founder of the team, you know what I'm saying? Like Reese is the co-owner or whatnot, but James is like the founder of the team, and um, like it's a it's a big family in uh, Carolina. Like everybody is like family or whatnot. So, like when I they break they basically like all of those things. Even now, like all of those things with with social media, that's all from my phone. Like every single thing is from my phone. Like um, so, but it, the I guess how can you say the stereo the 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 um the stigma that our team that that Carolina had on it. it was like I kind of related to the, the Cleveland Browns because like nobody respected us or whatnot yeah. and um and we kind of took it you know with season 13 was embraced the suck you know what I'm saying and then after that season 14 that's when I came up with uh we want to smoke yeah you know what I'm saying because we felt like we we could uh if we put everything together um, we could make noise in the, in the league. And so with that, with that attitude, like if you went to the social media accounts or whatever, like it, that reflected the attitude. Um, and it built up, you know, season 15, it built up. And it was more in store for season, you know, 15, but, you know, um, it, it is what it is, it, you know. So, but... You know, all, all all the best to Carolina or whatnot. Like they're still one hell of a team, and I do really believe that they're gonna uh, make noise in the SFL because they got all the right pieces. Yeah, and they they will definitely. Um, so I guess the key question is, they're they're a good team. I mean, I see you guys out there. I think I mentioned to Harish um, the last podcast that. Sometimes it'll be a sea of red in the chat just from Carolina players just, you know, talking and just, you know, just having that camaraderie. What made you decide that you want to test the waters over in L.A.? Um, I just felt like uh, I just felt like I could um, I, I wanted I wanted uh to to showcase my talents. You know what I'm saying? Like I I know I know what I what I can do um as a defensive coordinator. And so um like I just wanted I just wanted to uh to people to see that. Really I I don't care what people think. Yeah. In a sense, you know what I'm saying? But it it just it just feels good to uh it's something fresh and new, you know, and um, 
and I just I just wanted to 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 do that like just um take a, a new group of guys or gals or whatnot and you know what I'm saying like just just uh inject some type of uh just inject some type of ferociousness that's that's my word ferociousness like into that um because there's a lot of teams in the SFL um there's a lot of good offenses. There's like a lot of good defenses, but I want to be like among the best. You know, I feel like I can, I can do that. And um, that's why I was like, well, let me, you know, go out here and, and do what I, what I need to do. So like, that's one of the reasons why Tom and Ray decided to go ahead and make that move with you. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like, cause, um, I, it, it looked interesting, like, because I, you know, I, I had a whole hell of a lot of people approach me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, like, potential, um, potential expansion teams and whatnot, but I saw the vision um, of Ray and of Tom, and I was like, well, I want to be a part of that, and, um, you know, Ray, that's my, that's my gal. Uh, Tom, like he's real cool. But both of them together, like they're like something special. They balance each other out. Yeah, yin yin yang. You know what I'm saying? So like, so that's why I was like, okay, let me, uh, let me, you know, go over here and, and see what I can do, um, because I I really think that I can contribute to the cause. Yeah, and that definitely gonna let you, you know shining ways you thought that you wouldn't. So what will be your responsibilities over there in total? I know maybe certain things you, can Can you talk about certain things or, or not yet? <clears throat> well, I'm just saying like, well, I'm gonna be the social media director. That's one thing. Yeah. So like, if you, if you uh, looked at the, the Twitter or Instagram and seen, you know, the signings that we have so far, you know, I, I did my third thizzle. No. On that one, you know what I'm saying. So like, it's we're going like you know as far as being a defensive coordinator and um and uh social media director. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, as far as my player, in my mind, my player is in the Bahamas somewhere. Okay. Like you know, like sipping on what smoking cigars and, and sipping on a strong drink. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And I understand, you know, sometimes change is good. It's change. It, it can inspire things that you never thought, you know, that you could do and even fresh new ideas. So kudos to you, man. Oh, yeah. So what is your coaching philosophy? Like for defense, what what do you want to be known for particularly? Um, to be honest with you, like, and and this is, I always go back to um, what was it, season fourteen, when um the great Zane Doty, when he uh you know broke the record for interceptions. And with uh, a young Forrest Stark when he was, like, you know, tackles for loss, he's doing the darn thing. Like, I want to put the fear of God in, into uh, the opposing offense. 
So like my whole thing is like uh, like I don't it's it's a saying I think uh Stephen A. Smith always say like if a quarterback is uh just sitting back in the pocket, like he got time to call his girlfriend, ask her, <laughs> Hey, what what we eat for dinner tonight? No, you're not gonna be that way with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going all out. That's that's my philosophy. Like I'm I wanna be smart. I wanna be uh smart enough to where um I want to be like, you know, just there's the word again, ferocious. I want to be like smart enough to where like I don't over over exert myself mm-hmm. or my defense. You know what I'm saying? So like that's my philosophy is like I'm going to try to make you as I'm going to try to make your your quarterback as uncomfortable as humanly possible. Okay. I mean, that you know was that would scare me, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got better, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like I, I looked at your your stuff last season. I said, "Well, hell, I'm right now." Look <laughs> at you. Almost, Dude, stats, you. almost, almost stats on ninety. Still throwing interceptions. Like, dude. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, usually Ashley Jackson would be on suicide watch, but she <laughs> throwing bombs and stuff like that. I said, "Oh, man, okay." For real. <laughs> yeah, well, we try to change it up this season. We try to hand the ball off a little bit more, but people caught on to that kind of early. So we had to change oh, yeah. it up, you know. Oh, yeah. But what do you think about being able to scramble now? Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe. Like, because, like, I, like you, if you, you've seen a few games where I scramble, I run in slow motion anyway. Like, you know that, that, uh, that's what it looked like when I ran. So, like, it's funny, too, because, like, <laughs> it's funny. It's, like, slow motion for real, man. It is. So, so, like, I'm not too – I think maybe for the up-and-coming SFL minor leaguers, mm-hmm. like, because it's a few of them who, who uh, you know, love that type of stuff. But – um, got to work on your speed, brother. I mean, look, if you are – if you're – Recoverage is already at 90. Your consistency is at 90. You got all this other stuff at 90. What else do you have except agility and speed to just? Yeah. yeah. I like, see, and, and I just like, I don't know, like, my whole thing is, uh, like, I like, I think that, um, if you're, if you're a good enough quarterback, which I wish, I wish that I see more so, you know, us quarterbacks throwing the ball away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, like, you've seen it. Like, you, you can scramble and doggone, oh, here go a fumble. Because somebody <laughs> didn't hit you, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. So, I, I'd rather I rather just throw the ball away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say, like, the, the real good quarterbacks in the SFL, like, they stay in the pocket and they make uh, really good throws under I mean, pressure. I mean, that's safe. I understand. That's the whole safe West Coast thing. I get that, but I think it just adds a different element to the game when you're able to, you have to prepare not only for the fullbacks and the running backs and the wide receivers and the tight ends. Now, it's a possibility that the quarterback might actually get some yards on you. So, I I, I like that. I think it is, I mentioned in Dave's chat, you know, about the, um, 
possibility of getting hurt, you know, by scrambling. Yeah. But if you're, if, I'm not saying you scramble every play, like, dude, you got to run it back for that. But when those times when you see the defensive ends and defensive tackles coming in on you, and like, dude, I, and I don't have nobody, I'm running. I want to get out of the way. And, and, I, and I, I understand what you're saying. Like, not, like for example, I, I think it was like one SFLM game where the guy had nothing but space and opportunity in front of him. He was like five yards away from the end zone. Instead, he threw it in the back of the, the end zone. And it wasn't an interception or nothing, but he could have scored a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I can see I can see where the scramble um, is 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 that would have been vital right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and if you don't do it every play, then that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be one of these old fogies. Like, ah, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm I'm willing. I'm open. I'm open to it. And I I think also it it depends on what type of offense you're going to be running. Um, I say if if it's like a a heavy run, if it's a heavy run game, then I I I can see it working in that. So um, it it all depends. It all depends. You know what I'm saying? Then you may have to consider drafting for more quarter, drafting more quarterbacks just in case your first, you know, your number one goes out. Hey, you got to slide in number two. So, yeah, it's to be considered. But I just, I think it's a fun element, and I'm looking forward to it. You know. Oh yeah, most definitely. So, last question for you: Where do you? How, what do you think about the division? Do you do you foresee you guys winning most of your games? Do you think it's going to break even? How do you? Think it's gonna play out for you? Well, um, when you look at like Vancouver is the most established um, team in our division. Like, like I said on, on uh, me and uh, Andre Krim's podcast tonight, uh, Rise of the Likings podcast. It'll be out soon. Um, you know, like Andy, he comes from the James Klein coaching tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's a lot of good coaches that came from there, including myself. You know, shout out to James. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've won. They've they've went, been to the playoffs two consecutive times, um, which was last season and the season before last, I think. So, like, I feel like it's like they have the upper hand in the in in our division. And then, like, I don't want to overlook. I don't want to overlook Portland because even though they were two and ten last season, and they were like last in the league in the league rankings, they got a they got a season under their belt. So their coaches, um, you know, their coaches they they have experience. They have if you look at the resigners, they resigning the gang of people. They hardly – I think they're going to hardly lose anybody. So, um, like, they have a chance. Anybody have a chance, even with uh, Optimus Klein and the uh, San Diego Mavericks. Like, Optimus comes from a, a great coaching tree, mighty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you who, when's the next time we're going to have somebody that wins three consecutive SFL champion, championships, you know, like he did? So, like he comes, uh-oh, like he comes from a 
a really good pedigree, a championship pedigree. So, but everything is going to boil down to, like, the personnel that you have, like, the, the players that you have and the, the scheme that you have. Like, um, I, it's, up for, it's up for grass for anybody. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right about that, man. But I got to make sure that I have you back on sometime soon because I know right now you're at work. And I know time is limited, and I want to thank you so much, you know, for for being here with me. But I would like to give you the last word. First of all, is there any questions that you wanted to ask me about anything before I end it? Um, how do you keep your hair so dazzling? Bruh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. It's a lot of picking and patting. You see that little peak right there. It's a lot of um, picking and patting going on. I braid my hair up in like about six braids every night. Tie it up. Get up in the morning. Pick and pat. There it is. All right. I'm. I'm just glad you don't put. You don't put no soul glow in your hair. Or nothing like that. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and stain everything I wear. Stain my sheets and all. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. For real. It's bad. <laughs> I don't think my uncle, my one of my uncles, my uncle used to have that old Jerry curl. Mm-mm, no sir. Yes, my father had a Jerry curl too. So <laughs> I know that that wet act curling activator stuff. Lord have mercy, spraying it too much. Yeah. Not doing yeah, it. too much for real. For real. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. But of course, I cannot allow you to leave without the, the last word. So that can be a song, that can be a poem, or that can be a simple shout out. Right now, the floor is yours. Oh, boy. Let me think. Um, okay. Let me see. This life is mathematics. We're all at it, then subtracted. Multiply when we find that someone's so attractive. Even when divided, we seem to figure out a quotient. I want to get common ground, but these problems are potent. I want to love my brothers. They want to love the others. I used to hate my color. Mom and pops, they raised me right. Went they son to take flight. Got my peers to the light. Can I share something with you? At times, I want to throw fits. Take my ball home and quit. Life is unfair. Nah, I don't care. I love you even if my skin is dark and yours is fair. That's, what Je that's how Jesus is, so why is it so hard to bear? We need each other like my heart leaves my mind. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, man. That's all I remember. Listen, that was awesome. I was like, keep going, man. SFL Poetry Hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. But uh, that, was, that, was really, that was really dope, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Of course, come back whenever you want to, Sully. Hopefully it won't take you, you know, a whole season <clears throat> to come back. <laughs> Don't do me like don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Wow. Golly. Hey man. My my, my um switch teams today. Yeah, I'm just well, you know, the the coach the coach he switched teams, but the, the player is still sipping on uh strawberry wine somewhere. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'll put you on that, man. But thank you. Thank you so All much. All right. Thank you. Back to you soon. Oh, yeah. Bye.
All right, and that's it. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it, y'all. Um, special thanks goes out to Cam and Sully and Max for being on the show. I really do appreciate any time you guys have time to actually come and, you know, share your experiences, share your life with us. Always going to be grateful for that. Looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week. But until then, y'all, stay safe. Treat each other well. Striker out.